On this episode of the Trauma-Informed Podcast with your host, Jeff Friedman, I chat with Logan. Logan is an aspiring welder and a big-time Juice World fan. Logan and I connected on the, uh, the Juice World sub, and uh, here we talk about Juice World's legacy, his life, uh, and how it relates to um, mental health and uh, substance use issues. Logan, thanks a lot for joining me here. I was just, me personally, I was really struck by, I heard Juice World's name when he died, and I realized I, I, had, I had heard the Lucid Dream song a, a bunch of times, but I didn't really put the two and two together, and then I listened to that uh, Le- Legends Never Die, uh, Die album, and I was uh, really blown away by uh by that album, and I just wanted to connect with people and and hear about how what the what his music meant to them, and uh, sort of the whole kind of this connection between the mental health issues and substance use issues with these uh, kind of emo rappers or however whatever the preferred name is to uh, to characterize them. So so Logan, if you could just tell me a little bit about where you're from and the place you grew up and how you feel that influenced your uh, your worldview, your life. All right. So I'm 19. I grew up in Winnipeg, uh, Manitoba, Canada. I grew up in the north end of Winnipeg. It was, a, it was always like a slummy area there, still is. I lived there my whole life until recently. When you mentioned Juice World, I've been listening to his music pretty much his whole career. I became a pretty big fan of his. Like I started listening more closely around the end of 2018. Okay. My favorite album of his... It's a little unpopular, but it's probably the Death Race for Love. It's the second one. Legends Never Die, as you mentioned, is really, really good. Yeah. But Death Race for Love is is number one for me from him, at least. And what do you think about the? For me, like I mean, like I mean, he's a little bit different because I feel he's not as much of. A, I guess I wouldn't call him as much of a SoundCloud kind of guy. But but I, I like I don't feel it's like talked about that much. But to me, like Kid, Kid Cudi, kind of. Um, I felt he was, in a way, kind of the first emo rapper of sorts. What do you think of yeah. uh, Well, SoundCloud, it's, it's just where they, it's just a base where they come from. Like, people, like, look down on, like, these SoundCloud rappers. Sure. But, like, the, these new modern rappers, that's just where they've come from. And I don't see how that's negative at all, like, how you can look down on that. It's just another listening platform. Oh, for sure. But, but what do you think about the whole... I mean, for me, a little bit the mental health kind of thing, uh, it seems to be a little bit of a marketing thing. But what do you think about in terms of like like how much somebody like Juice really dealt with mental health issues and, and, and drug problems and so forth? Well, what do you think that, that kind of relationship is? Oh, his whole life. If you If you do a little bit of research about him, his whole life, basically since he was a kid, 13... You know, it all starts with the simple things like ADHD medication. Right. And then there you go. That's where it all started. Then it starts to smoking weed, sipping lean, moving on from that. Painkillers, Percocets. And then and he's really on to that. He was doing the drugs before he was famous. So like he was in the music probably his whole life. 
started uh, creating songs. I think he wrote his first song at around 15, 16, put it on SoundCloud. I remember hearing about that he grew up in this suburb outside of Chicago that was kind of, it was pretty racially diverse and that his his mom wouldn't allow him to listen to... uh, to rap and he was he was listening to a lot of like uh, panic at the disco and stuff like that and and they sort of characterized that how it kind of defined his sound a little bit that has a little bit more of that punk feel to it he always had a great appreciation for like rock and basically any type of music he listened to at all but you know how like you mentioned how his mom wouldn't listen right allow him to listen to music that is how he became like one of the probably the best freestyler in existence because he would just make the stuff up in his own head and that's how he made up his own craft uh, a lot of his music was freestyled and this is just how he did it just right off the top of his head but so how, like how do you like how do you relate to him like personally and you, your own experience so. well the first song i ever heard from him was lucid dreams it's about a breakup and how it's still he still feels like the aftermath of it uh-huh. i'm not personally attached to that one but what i do really like now from him is conversations and it's about substance abuse and like avoiding that conversation. Like he's not ready for it. Like he oh, doesn't wow. want to talk about it. Leave him alone. Wait, is that the one? I think it might be a different one. What was the one that starts out with the AA meeting? I don't really watch music videos. Like I've no. never. Videos. No, I think it's conversations off the legends never die. <laughs> That's yeah. one I'm really personally attached to. I gotta check that one out. I think this is on an older album, but it was. But no. I like that one because it's he's not he doesn't want to talk about it like leave him alone let him do the drugs like leave right. me alone like and then like he's asking he's asking himself like is he going to be all right and like he doesn't know the answer and then there's another one I really like can't die on the album where he feels his death is like right there around the corner and like and there's just nothing he can do about it, but he knows it's right there. It's, it's what about, I mean, your neighborhood, uh, is there, is there a lot of substance use problems there? A lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of everything here. Winnipeg, it's a meth city. It's also an opioid right. problem here too. It's, it's everywhere. What, what do you think could help the problem? What could help the problem? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've never really thought about what could help the problem. They definitely need to do more. It's definitely not looked at as a problem. Well, it is, but like, there's nothing they're really doing about it. Right. I feel. What about, what do you think about in terms of like, any ideas about how to like, I mentioned to you about the New York times article about how it's the end of the SoundCloud era. And you don't really think that's true. What's your take about how this will, move forward and how things will after juice's uh, death how things will change or stay the same well juice alone like he is going to inspire like many others like he's going to inspire many he has a protege i think he's all right uh he's younger than me he's 16 
He's 16. He's younger than me. He's going to be good. Yeah. He's just got to grow into his craft a little bit. Right. No, there's, there's going to be new people coming in. I don't know. You don't. You never know what's going to be a hit these days right. with uh, hip-hop right now. Have you ever heard of this guy? I'm one of the guys I, I came across. I'm originally from Philadelphia, but I live in Miami. He's more of, he's not as much of a rapper. He's more of like, a, they call him like the SoundCloud Weekend, Little Zubin. Have you ever heard of him? No, I haven't. Or you probably, some of these, a few other guys. Uh, can't think of his whole crew, but there's a bunch of, they created this sort of emo band together called If I Die First. Uh, Little Lotus is in it too. Have you heard of him? But no, I haven't. Like, yeah. Besides Juice World, I don't really listen to like a lot of like rap. Uh, okay. Trippy Red, he's another one I like. I like his music. All right. What about? I mean, I found it interesting reading like some of the stuff on Reddit on the about Juice World and even some of the like the YouTube YouTube videos. I noticed some other people. Like, there was some someone that it was like an older woman, I believe, that one of her someone close to her had like a substance use problem, and she was uh, talking about on the commenting on the Juice World. Some one of those YouTube videos. Did you have any interesting interactions from from your hanging around the the sub? Are you talking about like his girlfriend, Allie? No, no, no. This is an older person. I'm just saying r- random oh. people talking about oh. talking about him. Oh, okay. I don't know. On the Juice Roll Reddit page, like there's like there's there's toxic people everywhere. They're gonna be on everywhere. Like, you're gonna find them. There's there's some good people on there. A lot of the stuff that I like to see on there is the artwork. But on there, like you see on there that's where like people are leaking his music like they're giving links to it like there i try to like typically avoid that because then it ruins it for when it comes out right so a lot of stuff no i mean i'm talking about more people commenting about the the like his life the mental health stuff or the 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 drug problems well if they don't know him that's one thing a lot of people um they 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 don't really know him like uh, what he's gone through personally besides sure. of what spoke on or unless they've they have some other unless they've done like drugs themselves and like they know what it's like to be emotionally attached to something and physically attached or something where right. it's so hard to let go but it's what's holding you there all right so so you were telling me earlier that you're that you uh, got into welding how did you got into that through high school or trade school high school uh it was just it was a course they offered and i took it at the end of it i got a ticket i got a ticket out of it right and i've been trying to get into it now what you just just something you took to did you have any other family members in, in that it's something i took too i do a lot of like the family who were welders are not doing it anymore they either did something else or they retired from it i was also thinking about the canadian hip-hop do you ever hear this guy he's from vancouver he's a little bit older now but he's kind of an underground guy but makes good music classified have you ever heard of him no i'm not really attuned to like the like the underground rap these days anymore uh-huh. not as much as i used to be uh-huh. 
All right. Any other personal thoughts about what, uh, you know, what juice meant to you and, and the, 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 his issues with mental health and addiction? Well, it's what he talked about in his lyrics. Like, uh, you couldn't, you can almost every song you'll hear him like casually drop a line about drugs, like Percocets. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. No problem. Uh, uh, he'll talk about drugs and, and it's the thing what killed him. Like, there's always an eerie feeling now to his music because he's not here anymore. I mean, he's casually talking about the very thing that killed him. Right. And, you know, I personally feel like that night, it wouldn't have been so bad if uh, someone, I know I, I can't personally say this, but like, if someone like took some of the charges, he probably it probably would have been okay. But I know not like no one like got arrested as I know of. No one was charged with anything when they raided his plane. Yeah. Well, I heard the story went that that like when they raided the plane that he just ended up like swallowing a bunch of pills. Is that what happened? Well, that's uh that's what he did. Like they found, uh, that's what caused a seizure. They, the yeah. autopsy says there. I've also heard that the, there was no pills around when he died. I'm like, but what caused it then? Like that's another thing I heard. What's your what, What's your opinion about legalizing or uh, drugs? Legalizing? Well, here in Canada, weed is legal, and I find that a good thing. Manitoba. Where I live, it's one of the least weed-friendly provinces. Like, there's a lot more freedom in the other ones, like in British Columbia and Ontario. There's a lot more freedom for that here, but it's legal nationwide in Canada now. All right, Logan. Well, uh, thanks a lot for chatting with me today. 